and welcome to episode 324 of the Awesome Comics Podcast, the place where the small press makes one hell of a big noise. I'm Vince Hunt, creator of Murder Road, and joining me as always is the creator of the webcomic Vanguard, Dan Butcher. Hello. And the third amigo, Tony Esmond. Um, he, he can't be with us at the moment, but you will hear his voice a little bit later. He's feeling a bit under the weather, so... Um, you know, he did step in and do his, his interviewer duties. Yes, he did. So. He did. We we don't let him off. He's still got he's still got a clock in and clock out. <laughs> um, <laughs> we run a tight ship here. No, we don't. No. <laughs> it, it's leaking, and we're probably going to um, a perish like the Titanic. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but no, we we are also joined by our good friend Gary Watson from Comics Anonymous for mm. our topic this week, which is. Um, very interesting. It was good to catch up with Gary about all things like um, comics websites and, and journalism and reviews and, and, and such, um, which we feel is important. I mean, me, myself Massively. and Dan were talking just before um, we started. Um, Gary and Tony are like proper good reviewers. Proper reviewers. Proper yeah. reviewers. Um, myself and Dan me don't consider fucking chances. Yeah, we yeah. <laughs> fucking chances. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we don't consider ourselves to be reviewers. We're more sort of like, oh, I read this. This is cool. You should read it. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. times like where we've we've had guests on, and I've done like the appropriate level of research and yeah. reread the book several times and looked into it that I can't do all the time of every comic. I just don't have the. Yeah. But I can read it for info. I really like this. This also, is great. That's also, great. So it's just got to be fun to do, hasn't it? You got you know when you're when your yeah. hobbies and your passions become a chore. They stop being hobbies and your passions, don't they? Really? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, you're you're right, totally right. Yeah, um, but you know what's never a chore? Checking out our lovely sponsor, Dan. Who are they again? Comic House. Yes, Comic House. We love them. We talk about them every week because they're our sponsor. But yeah. no, seriously, though, you should check them out. They're an indie contractual comic obligation. The contractual obligation <laughs> to to read this badly every week. Um, that's that's the the. The, the creative brief that we've been not given. A heavy, it's not a heavy cross to bear, to be no, fair. No, no, no. no but, um, I mean, they're, they're bearing the heavy cross of supporting lots of great indie comics, Hell which yeah. they do with aplomb. Um, if you go to comichouse.com, you can see there's a huge selection of titles on the database. If you self-publish, you can also list your work on there and start selling straight away. Um, but they also have a fantastic digital app. Um, which which has all of those comics and more. It's basically like Netflix for comics. Subscription mm-hmm. service for only £3 a month, which is nothing really. Um, I mean, new comics are rarely under that, I find, especially digitally. God, oh, God, no, yeah. Yeah. Um, and for, for just that every month, you get access to not just one comic, but an enormous library of digital indie comics that's being added to all the time. What stuff have we got on there um, that's been added at the moment, Dan? We've got the Saint Volume One. We've got Ghostwriter, which I uh, gave a review shout out to last week, and yes. that was excellent. Uh, we've got Bloop in the Pigeon Pandemic Three, the Last Arrival Issue Three, and we've got the Spark on there as well, Issue Three, which I drew uh, Iron Eagle in. I've got a couple hey. of the, the actual physical copies. I was uh, thumbing through that. Uh, I would like to carry on working on Iron Eagle, but uh, the world that's need, the safe world for the future. Need, yeah, the world needs more of that. Um, yes, the, so there's all of that and and more. I mean, Dan's got lots of work on there. I've got some work on there. Tony's got some work on there. Mm. Lots of uh, past guests and probably future guests have got work on there. And uh, you never know, you know, where you might find your next favourite book. So go to comichouse.com. 
You can to find out more, start a 14-day free trial, and to dive headfirst into the amazing world of small press and indie books that we talk about every week. Yeah, just go, go check them out. Go have a look. Yeah, it's right, isn't it? Do it. It's not bad. Do it. No, no. Bringing it back from last week's conversation, I have not looked any further into that Amazon thing about oh, well, the, the, the swap over. Uh, yeah, stuff. Yes, this could be interesting because that's this coming week, isn't it? Yeah, it? I've kind of not looked about the the change, how to change the PDFs into the required format or no. anything. I think uh, I guess we're a lot more reactive on this one mm. uh, as opposed and, to proactive, which is not great. Um, what I do is I go to comicsology.com to look at, you know, certainly the, one of the books I'm going to talk about later um, to actually do my sort of, sort of shopping. I'm very interested to see if one day that will just change. The look at that will change or, you know, will it just suddenly link me to something else? Well, they have done like, a, I think someone did like, they did mock-ups or, or people had to kind of look at what the new site are going to be and going to look like because what I hate for it to be is look like Amazon. Yeah. Wouldn't you? Like, yeah. It's just, it's just got to be, yeah. I know it's plugging into the Kindle store, you know, joining the Kindle store and stuff, but it's got, it's comics, man. We've got to have a bit of character, hasn't it? There's got to be a bit of style, yeah. a bit of flavour. You know, flavor. I agree. Right? I've kind of, I know what you mean. Like you want, a, yeah. you want a bit of a bit of panache to it. Yeah. It's yeah. not just like a, a, yeah. Well, we have to see. I'm yeah. not, I'm not going to talk it in yeah. there, but but we, we, I guess, I guess we. Might you get in our Slack group. We yeah. hopefully you'll be on on the uh, forefront of that. Yes, yes, and there's um. Oh no, we're not at that point of the show. Where I'm doing all the links yet, uh, <laughs> but we are at the point of the show where we're gonna. Uh, give you a nice chunky bit of comics talk um to get to start your week off right as we said from, from the app we're, we're revisiting the world of comics journalism and um as comics anonymous celebrated its mighty 10 year anniversary anniversary recently which is amazing which i think uh you and i can agree down it's like pfft. god when it yeah it's and just it's, yeah Are we we i mean we're just... we're currently i think we're both just having the the realization that if we managed to do that on this show, we might have killed each other by then, or had him... <laughs> our brains might have melted. But Gary, it's scary years fucking ticking by. Yeah, generally. Yeah, but Gary's absolutely smashing it in terms of like yes, fantastic yes. comics content. So this this is a chat that is very interesting with one of the shining lights of the indie comic press journalism. So um, yeah, check it out. Right, it's time for this week's um, highbrow topic, isn't it, Dan? Hell yeah! <laughs> As you can tell, Dan Butcher's properly prepared for it. Uh, we're never prepared for anything on the show, which is what makes it so interesting. Um, Tony's here with us. I'm back. Hey, he's here yeah. um, to bring some occasionally highbrow thoughts and comments. <laughs> Do you know another Tony? Because uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> so I've been Braxton. a bit poorly. I've been a bit poorly, so I'm not doing the whole episode. So apologies, but I'll be alright for next week. Yes, he will be back. Like, no, there's. Uh, I've got, so before the show, I was cutting off so many jokes, <laughs> and I'm just not going to. But Tony's yeah. here, and he did not come alone. No, because we are we are joined by an old friend of the show, um, known for Comics Anonymous, one of the best comic books. Yeah, uh, shows. And not shows, podcasts. You should have a podcast, Gary. I don't know what you do. Yeah, you yeah, should. Yeah. Well, everyone does these days. But yes, Comics Anonymous, which is one of our favourite websites for comics. And it's been going for 10 years now. 
Um, yes, we're joined by Gary Watson. Hello, sir. Hey, Gary. Hello, hello. How are you? Hey, Gaz. Good. Congratulations good. on the ten yeah, years. Yeah, congratulations. Thanks, Gaz. That's awesome. yeah, one of the uh, the only the only websites I trust. I'd like yes. to say. Yes. Thanks very much. And I I think that's quite an important <laughs> yeah. point to start on, um, because obviously, Gary, you were on our show last probably about a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously, we were talking a little bit about comics journalism and like the, the industry as as it was then. And certainly, things have changed a lot in just in those in those two years. And certainly, anyone that's listening to this show will hear us grumble about things or or be happy about you know the ups and downs of the comics industry and what's going on in in, yeah. in the comics as well. But since you started like a decade, that blew my mind. By the way, with with the oh, decade, mean to mean to that's just blasted by, isn't it? Yeah. It really has. Yeah. Um, what has it been like for you? I mean, I'm going to ask you to go back in your time machine and remember why on earth you started a website ten years ago. But let's 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 start at the beginning. What in what inspired you to make a website about comics and to talk about them? I think I think it was pretty much the same along the, probably along the same lines as yourself. She's you're talking about comics so much. Um, you just feel like there's there's something more you can contribute and do with that. Um, and back, it was just I'm on a, a group of friends that, that really just spoke about comics so much, and then it just so happened during about the time um, DC were doing their, their launch for New Fifty Two. Yeah, so that was the kind of trigger for us talking more on that coming up, and it just it just came into the conversation that we should start some sort of reviewing site to to talk about it uh, among a wider group and maybe just reach out to some of these companies and, and maybe even just get the chance to speak to some of the creators, maybe much more, probably more so than we had ever done before. As a group, we never went to conventions very much. Um, we just, much like everybody else that reads comics, we just we just do it for like, personal enjoyment and mostly on our own sort of stuff. Um, mm. And then the New 52 was the, the catalyst for us doing stuff. And then from there, it triggered involvement in conventions. And um, from there, you get really got to see the indie scene, which I probably had never seen before. Certainly not to the extent that, that I do now. Mm. Um, and we just we just went with it. Um, and it, it, it really quickly, it grew legs really quickly. A lot of people were then getting in touch with us, and um, the comic chat just grew from being a, a kind of secluded group to being more of an audience type thing mm. um and we just we just felt like it was it was something something additional there, there, there was something different that we could say that maybe other sites couldn't say at that time maybe that was maybe our naivety i, I don't quite know but we, we always we always felt like um comics and the comics interest that we had was was different from everybody else's um, yeah and those Ten years, it's you, you probably then realise that you're you're far more connected with, with the people that are into comics than than you than you knew before, and maybe it wasn't necessarily the solitary pursuit that it was maybe viewed upon. Interesting. Now, excuse me for saying this, but I always thought Comics Anonymous was just you guys. Is there a team? Is there or no? Um, when it first started, there was a group of about five of us um, okay. who, who did okay. reviews. Um, we kind of divvied up the new 52 titles and, and we all had our own interests and, and our own routes to go with whatever we wanted to say. But that that group kind of sustained the site initially for about a year. Um, okay. And then around about 
the year mark, the kind of group dynamic changed, I suppose you could say, uh, and other interests kind of overshadowed okay. comics a little bit. Yeah. Um, and then there was about six months, maybe, maybe, maybe even a little bit more, where it was it was kind of trapped in limbo because the group wasn't working the same way it had. Um, but uh, and and me, I think I think I think um, because we had seen such a, maybe a different side to comics that it, it felt like something that I wanted to run with. Um, so that's a nice group dynamic. Sometimes, yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, stuff, uh, yeah, de- yeah, definitely, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, okay. but yeah, it kind of sparked from there. Fifty two really was a. I think it will be talked about more than a lot of other events, more than Rebirth, for example. Yeah, I think oh, it really think so. was yeah. was a big moment, wasn't it? It was a real chance, and there was some good and there was some bad that came out yeah, of that. Totally. But there was some yeah. great stuff that came out of it, you know. Yeah, there were some great teams that were that were put together. That yeah, again, fresh teams that maybe would never have been put together otherwise. Um, yeah, uh, I mean, probably not, to some extent we've not, we haven't seen that kind of glimpses of magic come from maybe yeah. other events. Other other events have kind of come and gone. I think yeah, the, I and, and, and they, have, they haven't was, been was something. better as well, wasn't it? Yeah, like, this yeah. Was, this uh-huh. was um, kind of before. I can't believe it was that long ago, but you know, obviously <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. across media, it was it was news. It was big news. Yeah, and, yeah. you know, yeah, yeah. everyone was talking about. It. But but now I think with with modern stuff, there's so many events, so many mini events, so many reboots. Yeah. You're getting all these news all the time, but nothing's as special as the the big things. No. Yeah, seem uh-huh. as big anymore. And I think we had a lot of talent who since has crept off to image and stuff as well. Yeah. You know, yeah, for sure. I think there was a lot of, there was a lot of, you know, even people, you know, some maybe Kelly Sue DeConnick or something like that. We don't, there's a lot, there's creators who there we don't see anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, Keith Giffen, for example, we don't see enough of him at the moment. Um, and I would love to have been in the team meeting where they put, where they were putting together the, you know, the plan of who's on what and why, you know. Yeah, definitely. Or who was, desperate to, to do a particular title, you know? Yeah, yeah. To see yeah. what kind of reasons they had for, for, for doing for what they wanted to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah definitely. And it was probably responsible for a lot of people getting into comics. I mean, people, when it comes to a lot of these big events, um, and certainly every, everyone has been down on a big event at some point. Yeah. Uh, um, but a big event can also be a catalyst, you know, will be someone's, oh, I got into comics around <clears> the time of... Yeah, event. and I've heard that mentioned. Yeah. yeah. I know the local comic shop here did um, like a midnight opening, so you yeah, could go in and yeah. buy all well, that's a big the deal, titles. Then. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. I bought everything. I bought the first issue of everything. Well, you do yeah. that anyway every same. week, Tony. Yeah, yeah same. Of <laughs> <laughs> I just went the Hawkman. Was it Savage Hawkman? Mm. You know, there's yeah, some really yeah. interesting stuff going on with it, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. So, so, yeah. So, so you you started with the DC, but then obviously, as you started looking into it, this whole world of comics just opens up in front of you, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. So, and that was from conventions, was it, Gaz? Because I know you're are you Glasgow based, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Just so you weren't Glasgow. seeing the small press scene at the time, because because you like you say you weren't at the conventions at the time, or no, I, I don't even think like conventions was was something that we were were really thinking about very much at that point. Um, yeah, it wasn't, and it was the same that one of the first kind of thought bubbles we went to. We were travelling down to Halifax to do an interview with Kieran Gillen and uh, Dougie Braithwaite, oh, and yeah. on the I think before we got there, it was only then that we discovered that thought bubble existed, and we kind of <laughs> we kind of yeah. bolted that on, but. Okay. Once we got there, 
you're left thinking, why the fuck are we just voting this on? This is like a major thing. Um, yeah. And I think maybe at some of the other conventions, Glasgow was quite good at that point because they had a lot of indie guys coming in. Um, and some of the other events, they, they tended to just be mainstream guys so that they could kind of bank on getting the, yeah. the fans in. I think it's we're important to still, man. Oh, definitely. I think, yeah, yeah. I that, think that, like that you guys I think like you and is I had a revelatory period around the small press or again, really around the same Mm -hmm. time as you. And I think it's because a lot of guys are just, you know, your Wednesday warriors. They're buying what's on the shelf and um, not even necessarily aware of, I know I was chatting to Sarah about this the other day and she was talking about the Frank Miller thought bubble thing. And she said, nobody in our comic shop had heard about it, you know, (laughs) Because yeah, they're just really? there, they go in, they buy their comics, and they go home. They're not necessarily active on social yeah, yeah, media, yeah. you know. And I think even the convention ones are uh, occasionally a little bit. I mean, there was Bridlington Comic Con this weekend. I, I only knew about that on Thursday because I saw Gareth tweet about it. Yeah, yeah. okay, bloody yeah. hell, yeah. Um, and I think that people are—they just want to go and buy their comics. So it's not necessarily something that we, you know, we got exposure to. And I suppose no. that's part of the breaking out of the bubble thing that we need more of, you know. Mm. Yeah, I, I, th- I think so. Certainly, certainly now after the past couple of years and the way things have been, um, I th- we're in dire need of, of of being able to break out of that. Yeah, um, definitely. Yeah, I, I think I think it was maybe even last week's show or the week before. You were talking about um, some of the cliques that exist within this portal press. That I, I think, yeah, I think the seclusion <clears throat> over the last couple of years has maybe started that kind of drifting back in, and I, because yeah, I we agree. just don't, we, we don't have. The, the room where people are just flung in together who all create comics and then they just gel together because they're all heading yeah. in the same direction in terms of a comic book journey sort of thing. Um, we kind of lost that, that, caused, that a little bit. Yeah, I agree, man. Totally. That caused quite a lot of discussion. I know on the Slack, someone men- just mentioned it, actually. Okay. Um, I think um, Joe Simons just mentioned it on the Facebook page. He, rather nicely, he said, you're not part of a clique. You're, you, are, you may be a clique, but you're inclusive, which I think is the important yeah. thing for us. Yeah, we're, we're quite concerned about that. We don't want to be that, do we, yeah. guys? No, yeah. God, no. Just, yeah. As long as you're making comics or reading or, or, or want to be a part of them, you're welcome. I don't want... Uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 Mm. Definitely we don't want that sort of elitism because that's only bloody the one way to get less and less people interested in comics. I mean, yeah. the, 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 reason, Surely. the reason that, that any of all, all of this exists is because we were looking for fresh voices. We we're looking for new people. We we're looking for people that yeah. love yeah. comics and to share the positivity of comics. You know, I just, I just want. I, th- I just want think you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, I think that the, um, I think slightly before COVID, we began to see more of a formation of clicks, but it's certainly been pushed um, more and more during, you know, the lockdown. Mm. Yeah. And I definitely think, and I think we're actually predicting Comic Con guests by certain cliques these days. I think the curation of some comic conventions mm. is pushing cliques, which I think is a shame. Oh yeah, uh, definitely. Yeah, there should be more 2000 AD people at certain conventions. There should be more Marvel and DC people at comic conventions, and they're just not being invited. Mm-hmm. You know, because people that... are that in, enclosed in their little bubble, looking at oh, they're, they're, this is really good. You know, it's odd because like surely the the UK scene got so many great artists. Yeah, I, I don't know why you kind of. Uh, yeah, why well, they're not of... commando artists at these events? You know, there's lots yeah. of. I always got to walk around and think, you know, where's DC Thompson? Where's the 2000 AD store? Where's the Marvel? You know. Panini store. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we, we do get like commando and stuff. Maybe a little bit more up here because there's a direct connection to Dundee and stuff. So we do see yeah. it, like, it likes to Dunfermline. But as you say, there's a lot of British comic institutions that don't appear at British comic events, which 
yeah. it doesn't necessarily make a hell of a lot of sense. Yeah. Agreed. Totally, man. Yeah. yeah. Was it, I noticed there's a swap meet, a commando swap meet um, yeah. down near me soon. Yeah, yeah, that should be quite interesting. Yeah, I'll go to that. That's interesting because, like, commando, uh, I used to read them as a kid, but uh, they've kind of totally passed me by in that regard. I kind of, I don't think ill of them at all, but it's just kind of like, I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah, it's a weird one, isn't it? And, and then yeah. now we've got stuff like Shift and Comic Scene and. You know, it should be an open forum, shouldn't it? Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. And and a lot of these, um, a lot of people are obviously trying to find that balance of crossing the mainstream with with the indie, which yeah, is, yeah, which yeah. is a very difficult balance, a very yeah. difficult balance. I think uh, you know it's it's why um, it's it's easier to focus on one thing and then just go for it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, how have you found on uh, Comics Anonymous, Gary? Like, like your tastes and what you what you write about and and enjoy writing about. Um, how have they changed over the years? I, I think once you start stepping out of like the superhero kind of shadow from the likes of Marvel and DC, then mm-hmm. after that, it's it's anything goes um, in terms of what kind of story you, you will you will read or maybe even what kind of story you will take a chance on. Um I suppose it, it it's it's dangerous because people are always gonna like whatever they like and um the danger is that people will then gatekeep those for yeah. whatever reason they want to. Um that's dangerous because it then doesn't allow a character to evolve in a different direction or stuff like that. So that's that that, that can be kinda a damaging aspect, I feel like, yeah. of, of, of how characters are viewed. Um, but in terms of the indie scene, the indie scene just—I think because there's there's no for, for the vast majority of the time there's no publishers holding people back. They're they're, they're just going, yeah. "What's the story? The story I want to tell, and how the hell I want to tell it." And they and they just they just do it. So there's there's no there's no decision maker somewhere pushing them back or or, or forcing them to to do it. And and there's no time constraints that maybe force people's hands so they do they, they ease into a story that then kind of develops naturally um, yeah without having to worry about the next crossover event or exactly the sales are dropping or yeah, yeah, yeah. or a, a whole kind of history of, of a particular character they don't they don't have the weight of that kind of bearing yeah. down in them and i know you're, uh, you're in not a particular a... direction you know you're not a super backer on Kickstarter. You're a massive super backer, as I understand, Gaz. What are you talking now? Is it got to be on the way to 300 somewhere in it? I'm three or four short of 400. Fuck. Jesus, bloody <laughs> hell. Um, <laughs> so I think that's like a super duper backer or something. Like that. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> um, Is that how you find a lot of books that you will review onwards and stuff um, like that? I do get a lot. Of, maybe in the last couple of years, for definite, it stepped up from what I, what I would take the chance on backing. Um, yeah. With changes to postage and stuff like that, and some campaigns oh, charging astronomical yeah. amounts for digitals and stuff like that. There's a lot, maybe US based or maybe even just outside the UK that. I just refuse to back because yeah, of no. the cost. Plus, if they're going to be in, explode, if they're going to be in know? diamond, why am I backing it and paying yeah. thirty quid? Yeah, uh huh, But it's a good source. Do mm. you find yourself like if you review these books, are you more comfortable reviewing a book that you've bought or one that's been sent to you? I'm more. Yeah. Uh, sorry, can I just jump in? I'd rather buy a book. I'd rather buy a book these days. 
yeah i don't get sent any anymore after i was quite critical of a lot of books <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, i just that's, i buy that's i buy them now the problem isn't it because it, yeah. it we change the landscape changes from being like you review it for critical feedback or an honest opinion to the yeah. point where i only want to hear good things about yeah it's not it, it becomes, i'm not I'm not here to promote your book for you, mate. I, I need you to read yeah. quotes for the campaign. Yeah, um, that's not what my job is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that that's a that's a, a danger from 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 the comic book side is that they're pushing for a five out of five review, and and in some states do that. They we constantly give everything a five out of five review. And I know that yeah. that can't be. <laughs> it just can't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Are they saying that every single comic they get is perfect? I had exactly. a conversation. I had a conversation with someone who said a certain website only reviews books they like. I said it doesn't matter whether you like them or not, mate. Mm-hmm. Are they perfect? Because you never seem to say a bad thing about them. Yep. You know, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. It's. Okay. I, I suppose yeah. the, the thing is, um, a lot of times when it comes to the comics, you really need to take a, a step back and and just accept that the comic may well not not every comic is written for Gary Watson. You know what I mean? That yeah. there yeah, are yeah. Comic, yeah. There, there's comics out there that will never be comics that I will enjoy, but or maybe even comics I would track down and, and get my hands on. Um, but if, if I if I can get through it, then that's a start. <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, um, that is the start. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. But I think as well, Gaz. I think from what you're saying there, mate. If you don't mind me saying, is it shouldn't matter whether it's our type of book it shouldn't no, matter no, no not at all it should it should and i know what you're saying about getting through it and that is fucking the first thing in it sometimes yeah. i just can't get through it so i can't review it yeah. but the i think if it shouldn't matter it, there's almost a degree of me that thinks it shouldn't matter whether you like it you should matter about is it good is it bad what's good and no, what's of course good. yeah uh, yeah because yeah. I, I, I think even in in the comics that you would never get in by the the writing the art lettering the colouring there are there, there's tangible goodness in every yes. aspect of that which it's empirical, is empirical and subjective and totally, I think, you know. totally separate yeah. from whether you enjoy the book yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, how successful a, a book is like you know there's I mean Dogman is probably is it is Dogman which is the most popular yeah. book on the I think planet so, yeah. right yeah. there's mm-hmm. a lot of lot of people I mean we I would probably read it and just think this isn't for me but this is fun do you know what I mean? But the people yeah, it's, there it's good for, for this reason. It's bad it, for this it, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the people it's there for have made it the mo- the biggest thing since bread was invented. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, X Factor's popular, but it's still shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> 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 oh dear. But I think we, I think they come to us because we show some. I mean, like you've got ten years on your belt, man. That's great. Yeah, you got yeah. you got all that experience. You're a trusted reviewer. People come to you. They should be coming to you to say, what have I done right and what have I done wrong? Yep, totally. Yeah. You know, and if you're not giving them an honest feedback, you're not in the right place. Yeah. 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 How, the only yeah. trouble is if you become one of those things that everything's great. If everything's great, nothing's great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Because I oh, can't yeah, trust yeah, everything you, you say. You need, you, you need shape so that you can know <laughs> yeah. what's good. You need, you need something to yeah. contrast against. It's as simple as that. It's like that bloke in the far show used to walk about going, brilliant, all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like that bloke suddenly. Yeah, because <laughs> yep. uh, there's a like, w- take it away from a little bit. There's a guy I watch for video game reviews, and he's kind of this like a bloke that plays it for a day or so, and it's like he gives you your honest opinion. He says this is really good, this is really crap of it, and this is what I think overall. And it's not like some polished effort, but I know that I can watch that and I could get an honest opinion of it, and it's not going to be 
yeah. guff or he's not regurgitating what someone's typed for him to say about the video. Yeah. Uh, I suppose yeah. The, the other side of that, uh, Dan, is that people who just trash books, it doesn't seem oh, to happen yeah, in written uh, media anymore. It's more sort of YouTube from what I see. Um, yeah. Uh, people just, just like, go for it, don't they? Or well, pe- buy books and people- burn them or whatever. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. They, yeah. People like seeing someone getting dunked on and someone getting yeah. owned, as it were, in inverted commas. So they'll buy something that they know they don't like just so they can read it and say, oh, hey, this is really shit. And yeah. <laughs> I suppose that, 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 goes back, that goes back to what I was saying earlier on, where you really need to take a step back and accept that the book may not be for you. You know, it may not be written for mm. with you in mind. So. I, yeah, I, I, I don't understand. I don't understand the, the thought process that then leads to people like threatening creators or stuff like that because yeah. it doesn't it doesn't go with what they have in their head. Have you yeah. ever gone back for a second pass, Gary? Have you ever have you ever read a book and just been thought, I don't get it or it's not for me, but it's been niggling at you, and you've gone back for another read and suddenly real, you know, you found something else from it. Um. <laughs> There's, there's, there's probably two or three things. Do you burn it? Is it trash? I take a shit on it. I take a shit on it. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> um, yeah. there, there is probably things that that I've maybe just, maybe a first issue. There, there isn't enough there yeah. to make you yeah. Yeah. absolutely love it and, 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 and scramble for the next issue. Sometimes there's, there's certainly titles out there where I wouldn't read and then what I would do is I would maybe go back once a trade was out and then a trade's yeah. out it's more of a rounded story, so you've got a little bit of a flow. It's the same sometimes when sometimes when it's um, broken down into sequential issues. Some don't work. Some don't work as a, a monthly title. Some work as a collected book and vice versa, you know. It's, mm. Yeah, it, agreed. It, 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 it can really depend across who's writing it, the way it's written and, and how it's constructed. Some things are just total set up in the first issue, yeah, and the dynamic totally. of the book doesn't come through until you hit the second and the third. Because yep. yep. you know, yeah. it's setting up all these characters to meet. That's not what I'm interested. in. I'm interested in how these characters interact, which is mm-hmm. sometimes doesn't happen for a couple of issues, you know. Mm-hmm. So the sort of true heart of a book almost doesn't happen for a while. Yeah, and then yeah. it's the same. Some 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 stories are stretched out over too many issues. Oh, you, know, yeah. you know what I mean? You can get there's a twelve issue series, and you could have tilt told the, the most interesting parts of that story in four or six or whatever yeah and, and that would have been that would have been <laughs> enough Batman. sorry yeah, yeah. <laughs> i made oh. the observation is there any film nowadays that couldn't do with having 15 20 minutes shaved off of it yeah dan loves yeah. a 79 minute, minute movie don't you dan <laughs> yeah if it if you look at the back and it's usually films in the 80s and 90s like 90 minutes long like yes yeah, yeah 90 minutes <laughs> for sure yeah. i mean yeah. they, they did that with the, the netflix shows they, they, they dragged out a story over the 10 or 13 issues the, the Marvel that. ones were like that weren't they everyone right. seems to throw in a flashback episode in the middle of it and you're like yep. oh, I've got to get through this now I know all this yeah yeah and I remember cool. when it used to be like the shorter seasons were like, yeah, the the quality is consistent because you you don't yeah. have the, you don't have the space, you don't have filler. Yeah. Don't have filler. So now, if you're watching a series that's like eight episodes and there's two duff ones, what a waste of fucking time. <laughs> yeah, <I'm> it's <laughs> like that first yeah. season of The Walking Dead, which is like six episodes long, six or eight. Yeah, and so much fucking happens in that, doesn't it? Dynamite. Yeah. Yes, absolutely amazing. But then they said. Yeah. 
you're spending too much money. You need this to be double the length, and it was double the length and more boring. Well, that was reflected of the series, the comic series, sadly, wasn't yeah. it? Loads happens yeah. in the first trade, and then oh, we're in the prison for another three months. You know, it's like that. You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's a bit cool, but like yeah. we uh, we did the Terminator Robocop. Oh yeah, that was fun. Yeah, and that fucking comic just puts the foot down from page one and doesn't stop until the end. <laughs> There's yeah. no kind of uh, scenes like pulled out to see how it plays out. It's just action, 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 action. And that's one thing you can kind of do in comics that you couldn't in film and TV. You'd be being accused of being schizophrenic or ADHD. With independent comics and certainly small press, um, I think you have to have that mentality. Um, of what catching the reader's attention you, you mean sort you, of thing. you haven't yeah. you haven't especially if you're a small press and you you haven't got a publisher behind you and stuff you yeah. haven't got the wiggle room to waste pages on stuff you've got to grab people so that they're in the book um yeah. or get the atmosphere of a book or, or love a character you know we're not we're not saying it has to be action 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 but people have to know what your book is within the first 10 pages mm-hmm. without a doubt yeah okay, agreed i think you need as well you need a naked lady doing an overhead bicycle kick as well oh yes, <laughs> yes which yes, is one sells. of my favorite yeah yeah, yeah that always uh, but you're right you need kind of like that high concept yeah. that gets them in and then you set up the issue to them like a massive cliffhanger or you the reader's so invested by the end of issue one that they're like oh man i want to see where this yeah, goes yeah yeah, yeah. i didn't i started that book and didn't stop dan that book rattles on yeah god yeah it's just fucking hell Monster. I got to the end of it and yeah. I was like, "Oh, that's the end." I was yeah. just, <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to feel I, like, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I yeah, was yeah. mentioning the comic. Uh, I don't know if you get this, Gary. If you get stuff sent into review, and I've read, I've, it's happened several times to me. And like, you read a comic through, and it's like, I don't know what this comic is trying to say to me. I just yeah. get absolutely nothing from it. Like, I've read it, and just nothing. It seemed like you know, you, you read a textbook in school, and like absolutely nothing goes in. Or you read a, a page of a fiction yeah. novel when you're half asleep, and you know, I don't even remember reading what what the fuck yeah. it was. That's how that's how do you go about tackling that? I, th- I think when, whenever a, a book comes in, um, my first read through is usually I, I read through as a fan, as a comic fan, and, mm. and, and then trying to see if there's enough there to make me want to see the next ep- the next issue. Um, okay. After that. I tend to do maybe three or four rereads, so that I can get how everything's connected and where it possibly could go. Um, there are some that you go through and you would never touch again, and there's some that you that you can't review. There, there is some that, that exist where there's yeah. no way you could say something. I, I, I'm going to nick something this phrase valuable, off. you know. Yeah, I'm going to nick this phrase of Dave. Dave Kennedy, where he was reading a comic and just turns to the camera to his left just to do a what the fuck? <laughs> he looks back to reading it. Yeah, there's some that I've gone, what the fuck does this see? What are they doing? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you find, like, on the whole, like, um, when you're doing your reviews or um, you're sort of you're picking out your highlights, you're picking out the ones that you want to shine a light on? Or are you. You know, have you ever hesitated? No, no, no. How... I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I, I th- there's, there's books that I would probably never go back to that I've done reviews for, and and as I said earlier on, that there, there are still there's there's valuable elements to probably mm-hmm. most books that you get sent through. Um, yeah. m- maybe 
I, I would maybe just do a, a first issue review if it, if it wasn't something that was going to grab me and and, yeah. and get me going. Um, I think that's an interesting depends. point yeah. there, Gaz. It's, it's okay. Sometimes you get sent the first issue and you do a review of it and you you get second you get sent the second issue and you think, I don't know if I've got much more to say about it. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, that's a problem I face. Enough. Which is so, why we do a lot of first issue reviews on here. Yeah, for sure. Because it's a nice new thing, isn't it? Something to talk about. Yeah, definitely. Same character, same artist, same writer. It's difficult to find more to talk about. I think, you know. And I know yeah. there's certainly been times when I'm like, oh, I'm going to follow this series. You know, th- this is really grabbing. And we don't necessarily talk about them, but we are reading them. Yeah, yeah. 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 But also, there, there's some seri- series. I mean, I'm going to talk about one later that I'm going back to. And I'm talking about the, 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 next, the following issue and stuff. But there's some that, now that I think about it, I haven't gone back. Was there mm-hmm. a reason? Okay. Was there was there a reason? Yeah. I don't know for no negative reason, but you know, like sometimes you're watching a TV show, you get halfway through it, and then you fall out of it, and you've never gone back to finish it. Yeah. It's the, yeah. It's, I think, I think as well as if you're if you're having to review issue two hundred eighty seven of Savage Dragon, for example, <laughs> if I was going to do that, I would probably set aside a bit of time to work out who was who and what was what, so I could explain yeah. it as part of the recommend, you know. Yeah. But if you're doing if you're doing first, you know, first, it's just a single graphic novel or a single first issue or something like that. There's not quite as much backstory that you have to research. It makes it slight, slightly easier on us, yeah. you know, uh, it's like yeah. slightly less of a, um, an information download to a reader. You know. on, yeah, for sure. A side note, uh, Eric Larson posted that center page. Double page spread. <laughs> Is that in the latest issue? That one? I was uh, kind no, of taking, that's an old one. I was, yeah. Oh, okay. I was kind of taken aback by that. I've got to say. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of that in there, man. Now, yeah, yeah, sexy times. That area. Yeah, sexy it's basically times. like the, listen. If I can try to paint a picture for you, there's like kind of some cosmic battlefield, <laughs> all these dead bodies, and there's this little red man having sex with a woman on the corpse of a massive monster. It's not just <laughs> that, but there's a sound effect going down the vertically, uh, just going bam, bam, bam. Yeah, bam. He's sort of bringing it. <laughs> he's quite obviously bringing it to orgasm from the way uh, the voice. Oh, 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 oh I don't know. Like and uh, there's all these <laughs> comments. The noise that is that an, an atomic guest? Thank you, thank you, guys. You're my favourite guest. <laughs> I do like that uh, Frank Cho pasted a picture of uh, his spider spider Gwen. Is it going outrage or something? <laughs> I was very tempted to steal that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Savage Dragon changed a lot over the years, hasn't it? And I think Larson's done you a shit. Yeah. I think he Just... goes with his how he feels about stuff. It's such a good read, man. I haven't done my six monthly re- um, recommend on it recently, have I? I need to get I back should on get into it again, so man. I've Mate, jump stuff. on it. It's. Yeah. I know you. you get, I used to be a big on... Savage Dragon reader, and then I kind of I went through the uni years of like, oh, I've got to cut everything back, and I just never yeah. really picked it back up. Fucking masterclass, man. So yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> He did put a gallery up of all of these DPSs, which had, some of them are yeah. just fucking amazing. <laughs> yeah. Double penetrations. Do <laughs> <laughs> so, you have like a criteria you you, you uh, use, Gary, when you kind of like uh, go to review a comic or a process you go through? Do you, I mean, do you do a point system still, do you guys? I can't remember. You, you yeah, I, do, that. I, yeah. I, I tend to do out of 10. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that all the pieces have got to fit together nicely um, to, to be kind of higher scores, I would guess. Yeah, um, yeah. There's a, there's a few books out there that I've probably given a 10 out of 10, but maybe as a comic, it's maybe not a, a 10 out of 10 comic, but it gives me something beyond that. Um, maybe it, it resonates with me, maybe it, um, go, maybe it triggers a, a bigger discussion or it, it 
I suppose now mental health is a, is a big thing. So there's a lot, a lot of books out there that that go beyond being a comic and and, and going to do real you life think that the stuff, emotional? You know what I mean? Do you feel like the emotional response is important as a reviewer? I, I think I think because I'm always trying to split my 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 reading and looking at comics as between a fan and between a, a reviewer, I think yeah. it, it always kind of drifts in to some extent. Um, yeah, of course it has to, I think. Yeah. I, I think... The, 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 the enthusiasm is energy, isn't it? Yeah, the, the story has got to trigger something. In, and if, if that's not coming from an emotional thing, I don't know where else that kind of trigger would come from. Yeah. Um, so I think we've got to be. I think we've got really to be enthusiastic to... about the right yeah. things, man. I think. Yeah. I think there's a certain energy to reading a comic. There's a certain energy to reviewing it. And you've been. I don't know if you. I feel this way sometimes. Like I get into reviewing a comic, and I find that as I'm writing, things occur to me, and oh, that's what they meant. Yeah, you know, it's sort of thing yeah. Yeah. I, I think most of the time you're just looking to be honest about the aspects that are good and the aspects that are bad, not necessarily being nasty or anything like that, but being yeah. out of that's, that's how it looks when I read it several times as a reviewer. That's how it looks when I've read it once as a, as a fan. Um, yeah. if, if it has that same, the same things pop out on each of those occasions, then that that's your criteria. Your, your criteria is this, this works and this doesn't. And you can then form your opinions around that. Um, yeah. You don't have to, go all guns blazing for someone and you don't have to kiss somebody's ass either way to be perfectly Agreed. honest um, yeah. and I don't think I, I've always kind of shied away from doing that because it's not something that I need to do um, and I suppose maybe more so because comics are as a, a one man show I've got complete control over what's been said um, yeah. so have you, I, ever, have I, you I ever had a can. bad reaction from a, a review um I don't think so. I, I, th I think that there's there's way back at the beginning there was inevitably times where you're still finding your way on how to construct a review, and and, and sometimes yeah, yeah. you drift into just retelling the story, which isn't any any good. You've got yeah. you, you've got to mm. you've got to give a flavour of the story and not any of the detail. Um, and then after that, you can shine a light on what's really good and shine a light on what's really bad. Um, so maybe back at the beginning, there was certainly more of a pushback on what I was saying. Um, people, not maybe not angry, but confused why the score was the way it was. Um, okay, but, okay. But you, <clears throat> especially now, my, my reviews in themselves tend to outline exactly why it gets that score that it's got. So I don't think there's any question mark. Um, yeah, I think if I was, you're making it clear. Yeah, I was a bit yeah, more. Yeah, yeah I, I've, I've de definitely over the years I've become a little bit more clear, and I think my language has kind of evolved a lot more. That's um, an interesting thing. I'm forever googling what is another word for. Yeah, you know, I'm sort of trying to explore <laughs> exactly, yeah. language exactly. and stuff. Yeah, yeah because you, you can you can only you can say certain things and and you get into a a, a kind of lazy. Yeah. Kinda, way of talking um, and I think when I do like the, the comic a day in May where I, d I do a different review of a comic every day in May I've done yeah. that for the last I think six years or something oh, no, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, up, yeah. I'm up to but that is that is probably the most valuable part of the Comics Anonymous reviewing that I have because yeah. when you're doing it on a, on, a, on a daily basis and you're reading 
I probably have a, a wider range and a, and a diff, a much more different comics in my head or on offer that I can read. Um, mm. You then you're saying different things and then you're you're evolving your your language as you go, which is which is invaluable. That's just that's just like a it's a, an, it's a fun added exercise bonus. As well, it's an added know? bonus yeah. of reading. Um, and I think it's then, epic, epic that you do that, by the way, um, because like it's not like I'm going to read a comic a day and I'm going to choose my, I don't know, my Doctor Strange omnibus and I'm going to read an issue of that every day. But uh-huh. but, but you're yeah. looking at different things. Plus, yeah, you know, you're that's something you run out of saying day. stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah epic. That's good stuff, man. The, the other question we obviously, <laughs> yeah, the other question we had about we were chatting about before we started was do you think there's been a move over? i know dan brought it up do you think there's been a move over from reviews to the expectation of promotion yeah oh definitely yeah right. uh, yeah because i think i think because kickstarter has taken such a, a big step up um and yeah. that's got a kind of proper monetary goal in mind um people want it want the praise that they can get for that to then trigger the the success there um yeah and that that's not what any site reviewing comics or critiquing comics should be there for they're, they're, they're there to to look at what works what, what what doesn't and um not really be yeah. a, a free service <clears throat> for somebody to, to shout out about you know but i almost feel yeah. like people are surprised when they send yeah, you this book so yeah, got kickstart uh, coming up could you could you do a review and you write back and say the cover doesn't work. I can't read the lettering, you know, and they're like, "Oh, I thought." Or, 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 they, or they send it, and then like twenty four hours later, it's where are we on this? <laughs> yeah, this yeah. review. Yeah, that, 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 that's a that's a, a red flag and a, a delete from there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I suppose it's, it's it's different because most reviewers, yourselves included, you are doing this. For by the fact that you're working full time jobs and everything else, this is this is your it takes up a fair amount you, of our time. You know this, what I mean? Oh, definitely, yeah. yeah. Same yeah. with you. And there's that yeah. there's that sort of element of like, look, if you're doing this for fun, why on earth would you want to talk about things that that aren't fun to talk about? Yeah, exactly. You know, or I mean, even if you are being like, oh, I like this. This could be a little little better. You know, why why do people waste their energy on like negative stuff? And yeah. also at the same point, because. You know, we're not getting paid for these things. You know, we're not, we're not, um, not funded by some huge conglomerate. Shout out to Comic mm-hmm. House. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, but you know, so also at the be all and end all, a lot of um, sort of people sending out these these messages, and I, I think most of the people that that we know on the small press, in fact, all of them, they're aware of this. Like the reviews don't owe you anything. Yeah, yeah. If I uh-huh. send stuff out, oh, no. and I don't hear a review you know if i send something out and i don't hear a review about it you know everyone has an ego there's gonna be a certain point where i'm gonna be like oh they haven't said anything about what i sent them but then i've just got to get over yeah. it because they don't yeah they, they don't owe me I, anything when i used to send stuff out purely for review the and now i just send it to mates really the um i got what fucking five percent of people i sent it to would do a review of it mm-hmm. you know there, there was more sites back then but yeah, you just don't you don't see it and don't expect it. Yeah. The, yeah, no, just send it out and if you get a review, fantastic. If not, Salavi is just yeah where it goes. I, I, yeah. I don't think you really owed anything more than that, surely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How do you um keep up 
the the energy and the sort of positive nature because surely you know you've been doing it for 10 years Gary there, there must be times when you know the things we love are sometimes the things that hurt us the most uh, mm-hmm. com- comics is no different to that sure surely that you know when you have these moments of like oh I just can't I just can't talk about it <laughs> this week have you had moments like that and if so like you know how do you how do you keep up the energy to keep doing this um, like up until now and for the next 10 years because you could be doing it 10 years <laughs> <laughs> okay you've been piping your reviews straight to our brain yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, um, I, I, suppose, I suppose that the fact that I've I've been a fan for so long that, that there's always the interest in comics um, I think the fact that I've I've shifted the site's direction to look at indie and indie comics are, are, are just so varied Um mm. There's always something interesting there to pick up. There's always something far different than what you're getting in the mainstream. I, I still have a pull list that I read. Um, I think there's yeah. about 20 or 30 titles on that. And that that deals with stuff that I will keep up, stuff that I will drop, stuff that I will lose interest in, stuff that will that, that, that will really... I suppose my negativity in comics is is is, is kept for the mainstream because I can, <laughs> yeah. I, can I can I can drop and, and pick up far easier there than. than but you're you're a lifer, can't yeah. you? You're like you're like us. You're a lifer. You know, you can oh, tell sure. these people who just decide yeah, to get into it because yeah, it's yeah. cool. But there's there's that depth of knowledge I think, which is important. Yeah. Do you, oh, yeah. Do, you do you find that because you obviously do you keep? I'm mostly I'm guessing you keep most of your pull list to be just fun reading. Yeah, yeah, and, definitely. And yep. the other stuff is the review stuff at the moment. Do you yeah. do you read them in different ways? Do you approach them in different ways? Um, I don't think so. I, th- I think, as I say, I, I try to read it first time as a fan. So yeah, my comic reading is reading comics. I, I, I don't, th- I don't think there's anything different, at least for the first instance. Um, I, don't, I, I don't think that the, the mainstream. Is just probably the same as it always has been, and I don't necessarily think it would it would change in much of a, of a big way. Um, especially now, as we were talking about the events, the events come and go, and yeah, oh, it, it reaches an equilibrium and it sustains that equilibrium. Um, whereas there's there's something far more risky, I guess, about the indie scene, um, and I think that okay. that that's there for. Every title, because every t- every every person is, is taking a chance on on putting that out there. It, it certainly feels that way much more than if a publisher's behind them. The mainstream and and, and regular titles they, they have a little bit more of a, a throwaway aspect or a throwaway vibe to them. Okay, um, interesting. Yeah, a trend I've noticed recently over the last couple of comic marts is I've started noticing a lot of small press in the back issues. And trades. Yes. Ah. Yeah. I, I think the growth of small press well. people are they, they're they're being recycled now. It's interesting. Interesting. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That is interesting because it's, <clears throat> it's a bit of a different relationship. Yeah. It is, isn't it? You know and also, I mean? yeah. How, yeah. how would you feel as a creator seeing your book to that point? Would, would I mean? I think it goes one or two ways. You either think, oh yeah, I'm in a long box, or oh no, I'm in a. <laughs> I know it's a weird one, isn't it? Yeah. I want to be. We we often talk about tribute press, and we want to be that comic in a long box at a comic mart in twenty years' time that's mm-hmm. been sold for fifty p. You know, along by Eclipse Comics, and you know, all these sort of 
old you know the the, the old favorites of the 50p boxes you know we want to be that comic i kind of mm. like that idea yeah you're right yeah yeah as long as you're still being read yeah. Yeah. The, 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 yeah. The, the, the monetary value <clears throat> can come and go whatever, whatever it needs to be, especially just now with digital comics and stuff like that floating around. Um, yeah. The, I don't want to be slabbed, Gaz. No. Be... <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I don't, I don't know. George Mayhem's good enough to be slapped, surely. Thank you. He's very kind. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's your pull quote for the next. Uh, That's it. Yeah, I've written it down already. But do you, I mean, speaking of digital, though, I mean, certainly that that's been a huge change over this, these past ten mm. years in, yeah, in how sure. you read read comics and stuff. When you when you started, was it more you're reading physical books and then writing about them? But now, I'm guessing at what ninety percent of the stuff that you're doing reviews or articles about you you've read digitally. Am I wrong? Uh, no, that's probably right. I, th- I think because a lot of them are now advanced copies. Mm, the fact they've been around for so long, people want want me to read them as soon as possible. In some cases, so digital is the way to go. And I think on the Kickstarter side, I, I've kind of fought against going digitally for quite a long time because I'm I'm fairly old school. But mm. now. I would say the vast majority of the things I back, I'm backing digitally because that's the easiest route for me to go. That's how you get to the big numbers. That's how you get to the four double zero. Yeah, be five hundred you know by the end of the year. You know what? Um, so, yeah, the, the digital is a, is a big thing. But then I think the, the quality of things, both digitally and print, have improved so much oh, in the last ten so years much. that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I remember going to Catford Print going to Catford Print with a floppy disk in 1998 and uh, watching them as they were trying to work out what fucking way the pages went up and down. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, so much better now. Yeah, the print, the quality of printing we've gone through is as good as the, you know, the. in fact, sometimes better. Better print quality than yeah, some of the big two. I, I, the paper yeah, they print on is awful. I, th- I think because some of, some of the people that are producing them have so much invested in them that they want to make it as good as they possibly can. And, and, and you can tell that that love of comics that we all have comes across. And there's always some, well there's always together, some you know? weirdo graphic designers floating about. You can get to do stuff for you as well. You yeah. Know? yeah. yeah. <laughs> sure. oh, I, I, feel, I feel seen. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's what we're I'm talking in, about. Yeah. I'm, in, I'm in this post and I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I just ask about has anyone sort of I've, has anyone been upset at anything you've said in room? I know we kind of covered this before, but I just wanted to point out a couple of things that have happened to me that I thought we might you might spring your memory up. But I've had I had one where this comic got reviewed by a certain site, and I just sometimes I find it hard to contain myself. Gaz, I don't know if you know that about me, but the yeah. I had to say um, it, the review said this. I give this five out of five. If I give give it six, I would. And I was so I had to say, are we talking about the same book? Yeah. And the bloke, because I said that, left Twitter. <laughs> I think that's seen as a win. Yeah. <laughs> People have got fragile egos, I think, these days. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. No thin skin there. Yeah. I remember walking through Glasgow Comic Con with you once, and uh, I pointed out to you someone who was staring at me because I gave them a bad review. <laughs> <laughs> that's really... Yeah. There you go. Crazy. <laughs> Sorry. Um, Vince, I interrupted your question. I've completely forgot what I was going to say. Um, <laughs> because uh, I thought Gary was going to run off a list of all the people that want his blood. 
But... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm sure that's a longer list than I realise. Oh. Gaz is quite tough because he's from Glasgow, so they're just yeah. at home seeding. He's scared the same thing. <laughs> trolled me somewhere yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah um being in the um sort of line of work that you're doing though how have you also noticed um comics journalism and it's <sighs> quality is the wrong word it's weight has changed over the years because certainly things have changed quite a lot since we spoke to you on the show last um certainly yeah. with clickbait headlines or people easy yeah. to impress or you know just looking for the next thing how do you um how do you see i mean are there many sites that you uh keep up to date with uh, or you know you trust or did trust but now you walk you walked away from um i don't i don't know that there's a very that a lot of the kind of smaller press sites are probably better than most they, they seem to be all Kind of similarly minded to myself. All, all mm. the a lot of the ones that are doing mainstream are doing mainstream reviews now for 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 a far different reason than they probably did it before. Um, yeah. They did they did it for the interest in comics, whereas now they don't. They do it to get clicks. Yeah. To to, to fuel to fuel the site to make money to the propagation help. of reviews that are just a, a synopsis of the plot have grown. Yeah. I think recently. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah there's there's yeah. definitely. A, a dumbing down of reviews, if you like, in, in a lot of places, um, which there never was before. That there always seemed to be a lot of sites just approached it much the same way as I did. Is it? And they they, yeah. they visited the book because they were desperate to read the book, and 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 then they wanted to shout out about the things that were that were worth mentioning. Whereas now, yeah. as I said earlier, there's a lot of sites where everything's good or uh, everything's the next screenplay or the next yeah. the next mm. route to <clears throat> to making money and it, it's not necessarily about that in every single case and it, and it can be i think the um the thing i noticed uh, i heard a quote i think it's gavan scott who's a, a doctor who writer i heard him on a panel say i'm not sure if it's his original quote but he said fanzines have it says podcasts are the new fanzine and yeah. I think that's an interesting point of view. So fanzines for those who think zines are just these things about your cat. We're actually comic, you know, all about comics, loads of long form, yeah, yeah, yep. you know, um, sure. journalism and stuff. And we used to get them all the time. And now, what we got the comics journal and maybe one other left. They've mo- they've seemingly moved to podcasts, and we've got stuff like Kayfabe, you know, who will take mm-hmm. that deep dive into something and talk in detail about the history and you know, or interview people, like, well, I suppose like we do, you know, we'll do yeah, that long-form yeah. interview and put, mm. put some questions to them that, you know, the important questions to be asked about the art form, you know? And I think maybe we've we've shifted a little bit of that. Maybe it's shifting a bit more now to YouTube, I think. A podcast losing yeah. ground, I don't know. Yeah. No, yeah. It, it still feels like a lot of podcasts are popping up, but I know what you mean about them drifting towards unfortunately wherever the most money can be made and, and youtube yeah. seems to be the next step of that yeah it does yeah my thing is obviously we're, we're talking about uh when we do a podcast we're talking about a visual medium and an audio one like i can see where like if you're talking about a comic and you've got yeah. imagery yeah. to yeah. go along with sure. what you're, you're trying to describe that there's a kind of it's that, a weird one seems, isn't it yeah. yeah it's like film podcasts about film are the same aren't they really yeah, yeah you're talking about a visual medium, and we, it's, we, you know, kindly people listen to us describing a page of a drawing. You know, it's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, it uh, seems to work. Yeah. I think it works. You know, it works for me. Yeah, yeah, for uh, me. It, it may be well, one you, of those... you can't you can't get to the number of shows you've done without it working. True. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, 
It oh, might be a John it's, 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 it's the same way you're never iron anything blog like that. Hitting 100 episodes, that's focusing yeah. on certain titles and it's it's able to um, introduce, um, get its sense of longevity there easy enough. Yeah, I think it certainly I, feels that way. Yeah, and I, th- I got I started that because I wasn't get, getting sent review copies. Guess. Yeah, um, I, st- I started to do because we were we were to you and I were talking about doing another May of reviews, and I started and I ran out of people sending me stuff. So right, I thought, okay. I'm just going to start because I I think I'm I'm a rather polarizing person occasionally, and I think people thought I was just you know they didn't they were scared to send me their book, so I wanted something to do during lockdown, so I did the podcast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've um, bought about half a dozen titles that you've reviewed off there that I haven't read. Right. It's fun, man. It is good. You know, yeah. we, we all love comics. That's what it's about, man. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, that Alien one was an absolute banger. Great. Yeah, I've Dave was great. Before. I love Dave, man. How good yeah. is Dave? We must get, I must get you on Kaz at some point. Yeah, talk, definitely. That's off subject. I know I'm pimping for guests for another show on this one. but <laughs> um, Unbelievable. <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> but expected. Yeah, yeah true. Very true. Back in yeah. the house. Yeah, um, but uh, another thing I think that's important to um, comics journalism is um, sort of the journalism aspect of it. It's not, it's not always. I think a lot of the sites are very lightweight, and obviously we don't need to name names, but they they have reputations. They don't have too many really sort of in depth talks with creators about things. Yeah. You, you know, it's like yeah. oh, we've all seen this. But I mean, that's why we when we have a guest and we've read a book and we've talked about it. Few months later, we get someone on on the show, and we're like, "Okay, a lot of people have read it. Read it. What was it like doing this page? Do you know what I mean? It was the you know the Kent uh-huh. State episode, for instance. Like, oh, we, we, love that man. It was yeah. like, okay, we've got this book without any spoilers. Let's talk about what it was like making. We did a lot of work for that interview. We really prepared for that one, didn't we, guys? Got, you know, yeah. Yeah. we not only we were looking into the history of the incident, not just the book. You know, there's yeah. a lot to do yeah. with that one. I think yeah. watching documentaries, reading articles about it. Yeah, uh, I think I've got a copy of that off of that. Back that. Oh, it's great. I mean, that's the importance <clears> of. <throat> I mean, people people think that the review is how people buy your book. For, for me, a lot of the time, it's hearing a creator talking about how they made the book. That's. Yep. You know, that. I mean, I, I love behind the scenes stuff in every kind of medium. And if you hear an enthusiastic creator talk about, oh, well, when I did this page, and I'm like, oh, I want to see this page. Well, I want yeah. to see this book. Yeah. You know, so that's, that's the importance of like. In, not investigating but you know exploring books as well i mean that have you found that to be just as um entertaining and enjoyable for you as like just reading and, and reviewing books oh yeah yeah i think so definitely um i suppose i suppose even for some of the books where you're maybe not 100 percent sold on sometimes kind of crossing that barrier and talking to the creator it can spark the interest in the book and make you yeah, go back yeah. to it because because then you know you know where it's come from you know the journey that it's maybe gone through you know the, the changes or, or or what brought about um, the thought process to get there so and then once once you know that, that once you know that yeah yeah uh, you you want to know more and so 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 you so you, so you do then scramble to read it because we can't read everything as well, guys. We oh, can't yeah. go and read everything. And no. sometimes we do need to just need that little push yeah. to start yeah. 
uh-huh. bone or cerebus or whatever it is you know some long form book you know you need that little push to say all oh, right now that does sound really interesting and i do need find, to read that sometimes when you find yeah. out about a, a creator <clears throat> or a creative person when they've worked on a certain project and you've seen it in a different light and then you find out i was going through this or or you know i was really into yep. like kaijus uh-huh. at this time if you, you think i didn't know that and you read the book and you have a completely different experience mm-hmm. You know, it's the same with songs, with isn't it? Yeah, when you hear, oh, yeah. oh my god, this song means something completely different now. Now that I know what the lyrics are yeah. about, <laughs> yeah, it's all that. Yeah, yeah. goodbye, Yellow Brick Road, or something like that. You are yeah. like, oh right, it's about yeah. Vietnam. What the fuck is it meant to be about? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I've got, I've written books, and nobody has guessed what it's about. You know, <laughs> I've never had that question. You know, is this about this? You know, but you, um, you're the eternal puzzle. Thank you, baby. <laughs> it's the best thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> you, you can put that, you can use that as a pull quote for yeah. whatever you want. Yeah. Getting on a fucking t shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Just a jigsaw piece with Tony's face on it. <laughs> we'll yeah, have it available soon. Uh, <laughs> but, um, you know, what have, what have been some of your some of your highlights over the 10 years I'm, I'm gonna put you on the spot guys sorry but um you know you can name names you can not name names if you can remember them highs and ten- lows if you want babes yeah 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 uh, highs and lows yeah um highs are, are, are probably books that that i've connected with out with the fact that they're comics like um if you go back to the likes of in waves from no okay. It, it's probably it's probably a it broke me that book. It's yeah, probably it's... a far more key book to me than than maybe I even realise. Because um, I think I, I first I first read it not necessarily long after my dad had got it all clear from cancer and stuff like that. So oh, right, yeah. okay. there, there, there was something inevitably right straight away. There was something there that that, that, that linked me to it, um, hmm. and it's probably one of those books where you still remember it or it still lingers beyond the fact that you've read it. Um, yeah, okay. So, th- so there's, there's, there's quite a few that have, that have reached that kind of point. Um, maybe something like uh, Barking by Lucy Sullivan as well. Okay. I mean, it's, some, it's something mental health, it being the way it is just now, um, and I, I like being sh- shown on it so much that it, it's something that, that kind of opens up conversations as opposed to just being an entertaining medium. Mm. Um, so, so there's, there's, there's certainly a lot of things like that. Um, similarly, once people hear that you're, you're part of a website or a reviewing site or something like that, um, you get the chance to speak to people that you would you would maybe never got the chance to speak to. Like first interviews with the likes of Charlie Adler or Sean Phillips or all these kind of um, Adam Hughes and oh, Tim yeah. Tim Sale, all that kind of stuff. People that you've that you've read for years, and then all of a sudden you're face to face with this person talking about the books that you love with the person who's created the book that you love. That that's, I think the thing is we that stuff we that, do that sticks. We do see these people as heroes of our medium, don't yeah, we? Yeah, you know, sure. but they're just people, man. You know, yeah, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, I'm a big um, Spider-Man 2099 fan, and oh, nice. when, yeah, that's great. Yeah, when, when I first met uh, when I met Peter David at uh, London Super Comic Con. I could barely speak because I was I was just so I was fanboying so much, <laughs> um, and I always felt like I missed the opportunity to ask him something to to speak to him about something else. Um, and then a couple of years ago, I met uh, Rick Leonardi who did the art for it, um, and it was the polar opposite. 
I managed to like stand and talk to him for about 30, 40 minutes about stuff. Yeah. Um, and it, it just it made a book that, that was special to me all the more special for, for that meeting. Um, it's great, isn't it? That's lovely yeah. when that happens. Isn't it? You know yeah. what I mean? And then a lot of other things have happened at events um, when we were at Nice, um, and uh, I think it was Don McGregor that was there. It was the day you very kindly gave me a ticket, my friend, to get into it. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Thank um, you for that. I, th- I think... I, I, I mean, I knew his name and I, I knew some of his involvement in comics, but um, I think the end of like the first day, he was signing a couple of things for me, and they were starting to close up and all that kind of stuff. And he just started talking for another thirty or forty minutes. Oh after man, he did that, that with me. He said, "Sit down, sit down. I yeah. want to talk to you." And he just like, yeah. And some of the stuff he spoke about books that never made into comic book form, and 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 the kind of. Uh, the investigation and the and the research that he did for certain books, um, yeah. when you realise that's what goes into it, then th- th- there's, there's there's something special about even just hearing that. Oh man, just just having been amazing. the writer on Panther's Rage, you're like, that's yeah. enough. That's all you need. This dude, yep. You know, but Kill Raven, Detectives Inc. You know, you yeah. name it. It's just amazing. Yeah, and it went into a story <clears> about um, a Batman story that he, that he wanted to write. It was far more on the detective side, but it was right. it was about I think it was it was either it was either about child abuse or child trafficking. Okay. Um, and he'd, he'd been to, like the F, he'd been in like um, the police and all that kind of stuff to do and uh, look into some cases and he'd done a hell of a lot of investigation and. And uh, looked into some serious cases so that they could then have the material to put into it, and and it never ended up getting made by by DC because it was such a a risky step yeah. to take for a, for a for a, a, an established character. But the fact that you know that in him he's got the chance, he, he's got the the interest and 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 the will to do that kind of story. And also, and to hell to the else. I'm, I'm talking about something serious. I better know what I'm talking about. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's a writer's writer, I think. Yeah, 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 yeah. You, I do you, love that you can tell period. When he, when he talks. Oh, man, yeah. I love that period from about 2015 to 2019 where he was literally touring the world, wasn't he? Yeah. Just going to comic conventions everywhere. And it was like, it was almost like um, Don McGregor lives his best life. He was pissed <laughs> yeah. all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> Restaurants with, oh, here he is with Jonathan Ross. Here he is with his mystery yeah, yep. in this restaurant. Yeah, it's just like, brilliant yeah 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 much admired i love that i love that dude stuff yeah real yeah. depth to it yeah 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 so what are your um hopes <clears throat> for um the comics and sort of comics german journalism over the next uh, couple of years um i think particularly after how things have been in the last couple of years i i just hope that we go back to being as inclusive as we always have been. Um, I think the, the indie scene in itself has always been inclusive and always adopted people as their own pretty quickly because there's a shared a shared passion. Um, mm. I hope that we, we go back to that. Um, I think, as you said last week, the number of uh, the, the events that, that are coming up are probably going to be the, the make or break of, of what, what route we go next. Yeah. Um, and how successful everybody can be, I guess, in indie comics um, for the next two or three years, whatever whatever it's going to be. Um, so I, I would I would really like to see less of the the aggression 
and the negativity around comics. That's the arguing we're seeing on social media. You I think, know, I don't think um, I'm done with that. I think everyone sensible is done without that nonsense, aren't they? Yeah. 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 It's, not, it's not worth it for a hobby that, that we love to see no, it kind of yeah. ripped to shreds and, and used as a as a visceral way of attacking people. So it's just it's well, not fair in a lot of ways as well. That whole concept seems to be tough because, like, even now, like they've rescind the government's rescinded the thing about the uh, passports, hasn't it? And they seem to be flip flopping yeah. around stuff. So, as an event organizer, how the fuck do you keep on top of stuff when they're changing exactly, it every yeah. every week? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's got to be a real yeah. headache, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Where are we expecting to see you guys? Are you doing the lakes or are you doing? What are you planning the, to do? Yeah, the, the plan is to do the leaks and then stop bubble after that, hopefully. That's nice. Ah, oh, fantastic. We've got Fingers down. crossed I'm going to be at both of them, so that's good. Cool. Good to see you there, Excellent. man. Yeah, cool. really good to catch up with. Yeah. So yeah, many people again after so much time away. Yeah. And go, on a, and go on a pub crawl with Ian Loxham and Nicky. <laughs> yeah. One of my favourite things. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll hear stories about that soon. Where can people um, follow you in the meantime? Gary. Or find, um, find out some of your brilliant reviews and articles. Uh, they can go on the, the website that I've got, comicsanonymous.co.uk. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram under at comicsanonblog. Um, and that's He's a G-Man. The G-Man. The G-Man. And, oh, yeah, yes, I go by the G-Man. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. Yes. So go for... I, I mean, this... I mean probably in a couple of years uh, we'll be talking to Gary again about what on earth has happened man What's yeah, yeah. You, you said it was going to be positive man you promised <laughs> you lied to us you bastard you just charged me 400 quid for postage from America that's what it's saying to you. Uh, but that's no. what it's like just now yeah yeah, no, yeah. 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 <laughs> so if you if you want a good positive um, force for comics whether they be indie or small press definitely check out Comics Anonymous because we love them so, yeah, yeah, agreed. And he hasn't paid us anything to. <laughs> no. Did you send him the PayPal details, guys? Not yet. Cheers, Gary. Cheers, Gary. Thanks, man. Cheers. There you go, folks. Something highbrow for you. Quite a lot of. Uh... I think it's um, it's an interesting topic that one. It's easy. Um, there was so m- so much more we could have sort of discussed. I think, but also. We don't want to do another grumpy old man. <laughs> no, no. You, honestly, you can, yeah, you can go yeah. on for a while with it. Like, uh, yeah. so much. I've got so, so easy to get into the negative stuff around comics. Yeah. I feel like yeah. we're in a fucking like years ago. We was in like naive and innocent, and it's all gone. Yeah, we're bitter and jaded. Wrong, but no. I, I don't know if that is the case or not. But I think I think Gary worded it very well as well when he said, like, you know, um, it becomes. Hopefully, it becomes less aggressive. Mm. Um, I think I think aggressive is the great term for it. I think, yeah, um, which makes it you know. Hopefully, it's, it's going to be um, onwards and upwards for comics. We're still going to be talking about great books. Yeah, I think the best thing is like just remove yourself from it. Yeah, just yeah. don't just get keep involved. Cause... Read the, read the books you want to read and make the comics you want to make. Keep moving forward. It's not about hard hard. You can get hit, etc. <laughs> Jeez. I'm not going to give the speech out of Rocky. <laughs> I was about to say, I, w- I would be, I would be fucking here for that if you did. <laughs> 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 oh dear! But no, thank you to um, Gary and for Tony 
for uh, for joining us because uh, trooper he is, he is poorly but he's an absolute tro- trooper like rogue trooper i quite like rogue trooper <laughs> um, <laughs> um stick around um for the end of the show where there may be a couple of out- outtakes as me, me and Dan have scrabbled around and trying to make some sense of what we're going to do for the second yeah. half. I told one or two off-colour jokes. Yeah, but... yeah, you'll never hear them. No uh, way. <laughs> of course he doesn't. Dan Butcher's an angel. An angel on this <laughs> man. <laughs> I didn't say what kind of angel you were. Lucifer. <laughs> <clears throat> yes. Um, but you know, Lucifer created rock and roll, so you gotta love him. Yeah. Um, anyway, do we have any shout outs this week? Uh, no, not especially. And I we... apologize in advance to anyone I said I'll give you a shout and, and hence forgotten and not doing that. <laughs> Me and Dan, as it's probably legendary how we um completely forget what we're gonna talk about when we get to this stage of the show. However, there is, there is a couple, there is the ongoing um campaign for Edison Neo's No Brainer. Oh yes, one of and course. Two, um, which has got um, as we speak got 17 days left to go. Already smashed its smashed its goal, but you really do need to check this out because it's a, it's a solo a solo comics anthology. There's sort of one main story and some short um, sort of tales going in the back half of it and it's it's brilliant. Edison is is fast becoming one of our our fave creators. Um, if you you should Dude. Listen to their episode with him on, and he's just churning this <laughs> this work out. Go on, I mean, comics out there, you know, some publisher, check this out and get him on your books immediately. Um, but it's um, current, currently going. You can the pledge goals are so such good value as well. <laughs> so definitely go go and back it. That's no brainer. It's for issue two, but you, of course you can catch up with issues uh, one and two if you want. Because that's that's just the I've got two shouts. <gasps> they're just to me. Uh, the complete Frank at home on the farm oversized hardcover yes. uh, of the, the uh, critically acclaimed four issue horror series with a Glenn Fabry variant edition that Jordan uh, Thomas has been sharing with us on our Slack group. Yes. It's absolutely fantastic. Uh, looks a brilliant book. This absolutely great. Uh, one that I saw. Uh, on Facebook, and I checked it out, and it looks pretty good. Is uh, Crime and Disorder from Drag Queen to Supervillain? Sybil Disorder has revenge in mind and a plan to take over the world. Thriller with uh, LGBTQ themes. I quite like the uh, pun names of Sybil, Sybil Disorder, uh, and that looks like a nice old comic. So we're, go we're check a that one out. We're for a pun name, aren't we? We're totally... <clears throat> that ties in with my uh, review coming up shortly. Oh, oh. But yeah, pun names. There's an issue in Vanguard where I've got the uh, the Bulldog show, and yeah. that was just fucking One flexing those pun muscles. One of my favourite Patreon muscles. videos is when you're reading out the name of the characters and you can't help but laugh to yourself at your yeah. own jokes. That just it gives me life watching you just laugh about that. <laughs> um, but as we speak, we are a couple of days away from Meanwhile in Coventry. Yes, comics event. We um, we spoke about it a few um, weeks ago. On this show, I don't know what episode it was, but definitely um, go and check it out. Meanwhilefestival.com. There's free tickets. Yep. There's lots of uh, lots of creators going to be there. Fantastic stuff. Drink and draws. There's all kinds of stuff. It's going on in the heart of historic Coventry. There's five locations. Lots of things going on. Um, so there's, there's pro talent, local talent. There's 
guys from the uni go if you can make it there definitely go and check it out and support this event because it's the first time trying this and we're all about comics events just pushing the boundaries and trying to get more stuff out there so should, it looks can like I, it's gonna be an amazing time give a quick shout out to uh, drew hurd who has uh, also completed the great northern run so congratulations hey. drew well, he's got to just give him page uh, up <clears throat> to raise a few quid for charity which we'll drop into the show notes so nice work i don't nice. know how long that is but i bet it's a fucking slog yeah so top yeah. work well done drew and well done you dan when you um finished yours how was your how was yours how are you feeling i'm still aching now really because you, you my, just, my shoulders on our last episode um dan had just finished his epic charity and um, what's it what was it what's it called it's a uh, nuts it was a 14k assault course it was hard work. Uh, I mean, I mean, you you posted <clears throat> up a picture which immediately made uh, you know garnered a legion of fans. I, I, you looked like you had just walked out of it. It was either Predator or Andy Dufresne from Shawshank emerging from that shit tunnel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realise I had all that shite in here, so I kind of like. The, the kind of hairstyle that Arnie's sporting in the, oh, the yeah. later third of Predator. About, yeah, it looks like you're about to set fire to a load of logs and then go, oh! Oh! <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, we're very mature on this show. That's uh, how we like barbecues in the butcher household. <laughs> <laughs> I stand on top of the garage. Covered in oh, go, oh! Just, and launching, throw, launching throw a burning pitch into the centre of the lawn. <laughs> <laughs> While the music's playing, you've got the soundtrack playing yeah. in the background. Oh, <laughs> he's just covered in dry mud. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, dear. <laughs> anyway, it's time for that part of the show where we're going to recommend a, a couple of comics to talk to, you, talk to you about and for you to check out that we have been checking out recently. Mm. Normally, I would say who wants to go first, but it's just you, you and me, Dan. I've got a, I've got a couple, so shall I? Um, that I'm just going to give. Should we some... go first? I, yeah, no, I'll go yeah, in the middle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the first one I'm going to mention. Um, I went back to. Um, I bought two issues of the, two more issues of this. So I'd already read the first two and talked about them. Uh, from Image Comics, Skybound, written by Kyle Starks, art by Chris Schweizer. It's the six sidekicks of Trigger Keaton. Um. <clears throat> which is uh, I, I've just continued the story of this basically a classic action hero sort of actor who's a massive piece of shit <laughs> <laughs> and uh, he gets murdered and it's basically there's like a crew of his old sort of sidekicks from different shows um, that he was in he was he's basically um, for want of a better word it's like it's like they've created a, a, a Chuck Norris that was just a supremely evil piece of shit you know, um, kind of like the real Chuck Norris. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything about Chuck Norris. So I, I, I've read the sort of things that he can do, uh, <laughs> but um, <laughs> yeah, this and he he gets killed. So you've got a motley crew of people who are investigating the mystery of why you know. And uh, at first, it seems like oh, it's all the suspects are one of them. But as they're in, investigating it, more mysteries are revealed. And, you know, it's a brilliant way of having a Motley Crue sort of group of characters, you know, getting the gang together. Those sort of bit, yeah. sort of stories I like, you know, that's, that's yeah. Dirty Dozen, Magnificent Seven, you know, pick, picking up characters one by one. 
and there's certainly some absolutely fucking hilarious and fantastic characters i mean in in the even in the inside cover of these books it's it's got like the sort of the names of the the six sidekicks themselves and one of them's called terry komodo i mean kyle kyle's got <laughs> such, such a great way and he's i can almost sort of it's just so good this book um it's funny throughout but has like real touches of you know, it, at the same time, it doesn't let you forget what a horrible person this this main character, this person that was murdered, was. Um, and some of the lines, like these characters say, it actually made me laugh out loud. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm trying to find um, this. I mean, there's there's a scene in issue three, which I think when I talked about the um, book last time, it it left on a great cliffhanger as one of the new sidekicks was a. <clears throat> was a female sort of psychic, the only female psychic that the that, that, um, trigger had, and this is Alison Saint Marie, and she is clearly the muscle of the group because she's just an amazing martial artist. You've got the classic someone doing martial arts moves, and much like uh, Snake Claws, as they're doing the moves, it's, you can see the name of them, and she's nice. absolutely just laying waste to people. I love that that touch. And um, like Schweiz is such a like an amazing artist for this. Um, Terry Komodo in in this issue, Terry Komodo um, basically looks at her and goes, oh, you know, it's just all flash. She can't fight for shit. I'm gonna go in there and beat her up. And she, I must say, even though she was a badass, and I was I was looking forward to this issue, thinking we're gonna have the grizzled badass. <coughs> when the fight actually comes around, she's very cheerful. Okay. He, he gets it. He gets in the the ring with her, and she goes, "Oh my gosh, Terry Komodo, are we going to fight? That's cool beans, Terry Komodo. Very cool beans." And then she just <laughs> Terry Komodo's like, "I can't believe I'm about to murder a child. I'm 23, Terry Komodo. I'm an adult woman." <laughs> and then she, they have a bit. It is. It's sort of even at first, but then um, there's just some <laughs> there's a moment where he knocks her to the ground. He says, um, everyone talked about how tough you were. You're pussy. She goes, Terry, that's not an insult. That's not hurtful. I don't think any anatomical part of my body or anyone's body is an insult. Like you wouldn't care if I called you elbow. I think all genitals are great no matter what they are, really. Bruce Lee Lee said, be water. But I say, be a vagina. (laughs) Be be resilient and productive. And... (laughs) It's just so that sort of dialogue during a fight. I was like, "Fucking hell!" And then, 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 as the fight finishes, because I didn't know people could fight like that in real life. Though we all agree that was an uncomfortable amount of vagina talk, right? <laughs> <laughs> and there's a, there's one of the characters. There's revelations about certain characters, and uh, one of them <laughs> they have the bit that made me laugh is. Um, one says, shut up, Hernandez, you giant fucking mouth. No one will ever love you. And the character says, hey, joke's on you, Komodo, because I have a boyfriend who loves me very much. And it cuts to him in his home. And he says, boyfriend, you stupid cat, come down here and get your milk. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will, this, this is a book I would recommend to read um, because of the rhythm of it. I'm enjoying reading it as the guided view. Because the nature of these jokes, they have that sort of this bounce to them. I'm reading a flat PDF. I don't know if if that has the same cadence, if that if that has the same structure. Um, this is definitely a book that I'm going to double dip when there's a collection. 
Okay. Um, I've got issue. I bought issue four. Issue four has just come out, and this was the one. I think I spoke about it beforehand. The new issues are like three pound nineteen, um, but when they're out for a little bit more, they go down to like one fifty nine. So I bought the first three issues, like cheaper. I noticed that Image do that. Some other publishers, and I think like um, AfterShock or Vault, their prices don't decrease. Um, when it comes to digital, have you noticed that with some books? Some of them they just stay the same. Yeah, they just stay the same. Like if you wanted, for instance, if you if you hadn't read this book yet and you wanted to read the first three issues, or just say Comicsology or whatever it's going to be, all the first three issues are all one pound fifty nine each. Okay. It's, it's only the new one, which is you know I get I guess shelf price at the moment. Yeah. Um, I mean I think I think that's quite a quite a good thing to do. I think. Um, certainly, I, I just I just bought the recent one for the full price, so it's it, it worked for me in that sense. What do you think? It's, I still find digital pricing still fucking out of whack at times because yeah, it, it annoys me. I buy something, it's like, well, I could buy the physical fucking edition of this. I only want to kind of it's re- read it and then it's gone. I'm n- I'm never really going to read this again. Uh, yeah, <clears throat> I say that, but to be fair, I rarely go back to digital stuff. I go back to the, the print stuff all the time. Yeah. No, I, I think I, I think that's why I want to double dip on books like this. Yeah. Um, this is um, this is really made me want to. I know we're a big fan of Carl Starks on on this show anyway, and yes. his writing because he he always seems like he's writing something that's very much in our wheelhouse of like eighties action movies and yeah. It always feels like he's writing it for me. Like when he, Sarah got me the the original uh, something was it Murder Castle, Sex Castle, Sex Castle. Uh, I was like, she said, I can't believe you haven't read this yet. And when I read it, I was like, I understand where you're coming from because yeah. this is totally me. Love it. Yeah. And um, what was it? Was it Kill Kill Them All or something like that? That was the one yeah. had him on the show. He, he's got loads of... Um, and karate he, Prom. That was a recent one. Yeah. Uh, digital only. That's it's, the great... I mean, they're, they're like a bunch of fantastic... Vi- you know, when we used to go to the, the video store and rent, like, just kick-ass sort of 80s action movies. Mm. You know, and this one's like I, I'm guessing born from a love of like '80s action TV shows, and but each one has a bit of back matter as well as as well as like the ongoing story. You have like each one came from a different show. Like this this female um, sidekick, she was in a sci-fi show, and you certainly see you see at the beginning how that show just sort of ended. Um, and all of the shows end because Trigger Keaton was an absolute asshole, and and people just didn't want to work with him anymore. So a lot of the sidekicks, you know, it's almost like they had their big break and their careers just sort of faltered because this guy messed it all up. Gotcha. Um, you know, so you see those flashbacks of that, but also there's back matter in the book as well, which which sort of explores a bit of that world and the eighties world and the characters in it and like. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. There's there's some um, interesting sort of prose pieces um, about the about the shows because um, yeah, the sci-fi show that female was in called um, Space Boat. Thirty thirty, and he's, <laughs> he's done sort of back matter as if like um, journalists have been invest, you know, have done an article about like, gotcha, what, okay. whatever happened about that show. So there's, there's lots of things just sort of building up this little world, and maybe I mean, when the reveal is done, maybe there were hints going throughout that. Maybe he's dropped in, you know, little little bits and bobs that that I I haven't noticed, but it's um yeah. It's it's definitely it's definitely one that people should put on the list. I for me this is um 
this hits my vein in in the way that remember the fix was it the fix that I used to absolutely love from Image, um, Steve Lieber book. I've forgotten that. Okay. Yeah. Um, from a from a few years ago, I've got a couple of books of that. It's you know that sort of crime I, pulpy. You said about like the TV stars are absolute dicks. <clears throat> I've recently watched one of those Toy Galley Toy Galaxy videos, and they talked about uh, the Buck Rogers TV series and. The main actor for that, the guy Gil something, he was an absolute fucking womble. Like <laughs> it just, you know, like kind of like when their ego gets a bit better with them, yeah. they were, like, I want this happening, I want that happening, and yeah, so uh, okay, yeah. you kind of fucking it all up. But yeah, as long as you're happy, yeah. It's, it's, funny, <clears throat> it's funny that his career wasn't so massive, isn't it? <laughs> Maybe that was something to do. With. I can't even recall watching the second series of. Butt Rogers, but I know it had that hawk chap in it. But hawk chap, dude. Yeah, that's a book you need to write. <laughs> uh, he had a pretty killer look, that dude. He was like an all black leather PVC suit with like the white feathery. He had like a. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like a feathery... not saying I would wear out in the town. But... Well, well, you say that, but say that I would wear that out. Yeah, you don't know, do you? Anyway, so. <laughs> but what would you like to talk about this week, Dan? Uh, I plundered the uh, comic house and I dove into uh, the Penguin presents uh, coincidence yes. by uh, our friend Alan Henderson. Yes. Like we talked about puns earlier. Like this should come with some kind of warning on the cover because <laughs> it's just absolutely double barrel puns loaded, like locked and loaded. It's absolutely great. I love this stuff. Uh, I'll just blast it through it. You know, you kind of like we mentioned earlier when you're reading something and then you're like, oh, I've read like, I've read the whole fucking book. Gone for <laughs> yeah. Life. yeah. And uh, I have to buy these like actual physical collections of Val because I really, really like them. There's yeah. a couple here that I can't read out because they work visually. It's yeah. that beautiful sort of marrying of uh, the, the the comic and the, the pun in, in one go. He does uh, totally sort of really leans into that sort of um, uh, is it three or four panels? It's usually three panels. Three panels. Yeah, three panels. Three panels. Um, and he he not only that with with the fantastic puns. Sometimes he really messes with the medium, like really visually. God, yeah, yeah, messes yeah. it up. Um, and of course, like he's, he's got like if you see him at shows, he's he's got like huge collections of them as well as like the sort of coffee table sort of books and stuff. They're, for me, this is like you, I could give this to like a member of my family who don't have any interest in reading comics, and they could read this and get it. Yeah, and, do you know what I mean? Yeah, it's got that beautiful sort of um, Garfield, like you know, pick up and read, read, and you know, this just those three panel strips, which I find uh, certainly, I think Al at the moment is is doing just some certainly in the UK scene. Some of the last consistent. Man, he's on fire. Mm. I don't know how you come up with this stuff. How it's just, it's amazing. I just uh, you you you're just on absolute roll. I mean, I'm on uh, following him on Instagram with the, the penguins. They're coming through every day. Just yeah, smash them out of the park. Yeah, he's not. He probably sees them in his sleep. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no, he does absolutely smash it, and like, and it's all, always great. And uh, I was next to him last time at Thought Bubble as well. And that was great fun. Ah, fantastic. So Hopefully we get a chance to catch up with him this year. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. So just go and get the, the penguins. Um, I've got a penguin shirt as well. Which I 
Oh, nice one. Everywhere. Yeah, it's like an old Alfred Hitchcock sort of, like, it's a black t-shirt with an Alfred Hitchcock sort of, you know, the classic sort of white outline of a, that kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. Oh, nice one. Love it. That works. Makes yeah. me look like a classy bitch. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, my uh, last last one that I want to give a shout out to, obviously we're talking about how gorgeous it looks, it is the collective volume of Beast Hunting Battle Badgers yes. by Steve Sims. It's a weighty tome. Um, I think I may have dropped it on the um, the desk last time I was talking about it just to show how weighty it was. Um, this is... I haven't quite finished reading all of it yet, but saying that, I've still been pouring through all of the pages of Beast Hunting Battle Badgers because it's beautiful. If it, for those who don't know about it, um, and shame on you, uh, strange things are afoot amidst the summer vale tales are whispered of mysterious mists and malicious moon mystics the badgers of the brockville tribe are missing their prized relic the orange stone stolen only two remain with the skills to survive the trials of dastardly dukes weird wizards and marauding monsters and face the shadow that has crawled forth from the darkness flint wielder of the hedgehammer laird master of the bracken blaze the beast hunting battle badgers I mean, you, you should get like a proper voice actor to do that. I can see the animated intro now for an amazing animated. God, yeah, yeah, that would be fantastic. It, it'd be absolute vanity project, but worth every penny. Uh, like, seriously, how? You need to kind of. Yeah, yeah. If we are not talking in the next like ten years, if we're not talking about. Wasn't the TV show Battle Be Selling Battle Badgers awesome? Fucking ace. If, yeah. if, if if your kids don't have like action figures, if all of this then something's gone wrong. Something's gone wrong in the world because this is tailor made and Steve obviously I mean he's a professional illustrator in his own time anyway. And this is a pure um tome of love from someone who loves you know all of those things. You know the the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Yusagi Yojimbo. He's just bringing together all the you know D and D influences, fantasy, and just anthropomorphic books, and just the designs of everything are amazing. There's a lot of back matter with just sketchbooks, sketchbook pages, pages, which which are wonderful, and also just make you cry a bit. Do you know what I mean? You know when you look at it and you're yeah, like, oh god, why can't my sketchbook look like? Um, I've, uh, mine should be sitting at work, my copy. So yeah. Mm. Oh, dude, you were just gonna. And um, also, I I think like great for your kids as well. This book is like you know it's there's great monster design. It's 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 fun for everyone. There are obviously there's a bigger story going on, um, but there's huge monsters. All all black and white interiors, but it truly shows the power of like you don't you don't necessarily need it all to be full color all the time. Do you know what I mean? Because the the way that he he deals with the the grayscale tones and the, the monsters and everything, and it's consistent. I know he's been doing this book over a couple of years, but the style is consistent throughout. So now that he's got the collection. Sure that um, I'm sure like he'll have that on his table as well as all the other books. He's also got like prints and and all kinds of things. Like I can see him shifting a lot of these books. I mean the Kickstarter, oh, yeah, yeah, the Kickstarter yeah. itself was immensely popular but when you got that the, the the quality of the book absolutely shines through and it would just go yeah. i'm expecting him to, to shift units on that one yeah. it must be a kind of a bit of a troubled thing how much you're going to get printed because yeah you i can imagine you could take along like two dozen to a show and then they've all gone yeah yeah 
And they're big old chunks, aren't they? The books. Yeah, they're they're big, nice, oversized. They're bigger than the actual issues themselves, so they're oversized. Um, and I'm very pr- proudly sitting next to a, um, an art book of Yosagi Ojimbo on my shelf. Yes. It's one of those ones where you, you pick a good place for it on your shelf. Do you ever mm. have those books where you're like, no, I, shelf want porn. I want this book to be next to something nice? <laughs> well, my shelves are a bit of a stare at the moment because I've got my uh, work desk in front of one of them. You know, I start COVID, I put this desk here so I can yeah. work from it. So you're, sta- you're, staring, not... you're staring at your books all the time? Pretty much, oh, yeah. That, that must be distracting when you're trying to work. You must... Well, the ones they're in, it's, a, it's a kind of got a glass case with doors, and I can't actually get at them. Oh. So that's one of the frustrations. Oh, no. It's like eternally, look, eternally <clears throat> looking at the cake you can never eat. I mean, COVID's hit us hard in many ways, but I feel like I've had to deal with the heaviest burden. Oh, yes, certainly. Certainly. Yeah, you're you're taking the brunt for all of us down. Yeah. <laughs> um, but at Battle Badgers on Twitter and just look up um, Battle Badgers, Beast Hunting Battle Badgers, Google it, find out about it because you will not regret. And also, I, th- I think if you want, with Christmas coming up, if you want to get your kids a fantastic book to check out, then this is this is right up their street. I think this is the sort of book I, I I would have just been all about this when I was a kid. Oh yeah. man, so, me too. I was looking forward to giving it to my son. Yeah, you know, because you had yeah, to read. Had... Should I say not yeah. to keep? <laughs> oh, oh yeah, no, no, no. Dan's always very strict with that. It's like you can read it, um, put the gloves on, um, and you must. Well, you must... I've lost a lot of my manga to my son. He just co-opted it all. Oh god, not the not the saucy stuff. No, no, like all my One Punch and added some My Hero stuff has gone. Oh yeah, well, yeah, nicely different for the for the greater good. For the for the greater good, um, a little hot fuzz reference there for anyone that got it. Yes. Uh, um, so there you go, folks. Another um, bunch of comics you need to check out in the in the oncoming weeks and months. And um, yes, we hope you enjoyed this episode. It's um, it's I'm sure they did, one. Vince. Oh yeah. Yeah. And if you didn't, we don't care to hear from you. There you go. If you didn't like it, don't email us at awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Now, recently, <laughs> um, we we went back into our emails and a settings off, so we need to sort the settings because we, there was lots of emails that we lost because, well, that we didn't see because we were just inundated with, like, you know, the social media notifications and all that. We've got to yeah. figure out. Basically, we need to do some techie stuff so we actually know what's going on with the email. But that should be done in the next few days. So you can email us, awesomecomicspod at gmail.com. Um, so apologies to anyone that did send an email and, and we haven't seen it or talked about it on the show because I have noticed that there's some some interesting questions on there. I might bring up okay. next, next week as, as well. Okay, that's good, yeah. Uh, follow us on Twitter at The Awesome Pod, where we'll be shouting about books, retweeting, etc., and announcing guests sometimes. You never know what we're going to do on that. We've all got the keys. Can we uh, announce the guest we've got coming up in a couple of weeks But for, for questions, or we, we'll, we'll leave that for a week? We'll, we'll, we'll leave that for a week. Okay. And then, um, yeah, we, we, we're doing a, a little bit of a, not research, but we're just um, we're doing a bit of planning. <laughs> it's first time for yeah. everything, isn't it? We only we only got to September and we decided to plan something. Um, <laughs> if you do Facebook, go to facebook.com slash awesome comics podcast. Join the community group, Awesome Comics Talk, on there. Get involved with some um, different comics discussion and everything. There's also um, a Slack channel. 
um, if if you prefer to do that. Um, but basically, get involved with all of them. Um, just get in touch with us, join us on on the chat, and just just keep it going because we want positive comics talk is is what we need more of. I think mm-hmm. as we close out this year, let, let, let's close it off in as positive nature as we can. Uh, thank you for listening to us, whether it is on the website awesomecomics.podbean.com. Um, thank you to all our new listeners, if if you are a new listener. Um, welcome to the Thunderdome. You've got 300 plus to um, listen to and, and then wonder, why did I start listening to this again? Um, but there's going to be plenty <laughs> more to come. Uh, and uh, if you listen to us on any network, you know what's coming down. If you listen to us on like Apple Podcasts, uh, subscribe and leave a review. It helps get the word out about the show. And um, then more people find out about the um and comic initiatives, indie comics, etc., that we talk about week on week. And if you listen to us on any other networks like Spotify, Amazon, Stitcher, Podnose, Podknife, what other networks are we on, Dan? My fucking annoying cat. <laughs> <laughs> it's quite a popular uh, network, that one. I think we all, all of us cat owners can agree with that. Um, one of One of mine has entered the room and is just... Very sort of moodily, sort of. She's sat on the floor behind me. I think she's planning something. Mine ruthlessly attacked the carpet outside the door to get my attention. Oh, right. Looks like fucking Freddy Krueger's been out here, to be honest. (laughs) I see fuck the carpet. Oh, my. Oh, no. No. Well, just in case you're hearing me out in a moment, um, that's what it'll be. Oh, it could be Dan. (laughs) <laughs> just fighting with his cat um, but wherever you listen to us thank you very much um, where can people find us online etc Dan you can find me on Twitter at Van Gogh Comic and you can uh, read Van Gogh at VanGogComic.com there you go which you should uh, you can follow Tony Esmond or just go to Never Iron Anything is it .com or .blogspot? Yes, he, yeah. we recently released the... Uh, he really recently released the Terminator vs. Predator, Frank Miller, Walt Summerson uh, review, re-review. Was it, was, it, was it Robocop vs. Terminator? I thought, Robocop vs. Terminator. You, you said Predator. What did I say? Predator. Was, oh, God, yeah. sorry. It's, it's getting it's, late in the day. And also, we just talk about the things we love, and we, we also love yeah. Predator. Yeah, it says Robocop vs. Terminator. Yeah. Yeah. There is no Predator vs. Terminator comic by Frank Miller. I would read that. Yeah. Tony, <laughs> on our WhatsApp group, Tony did um, send us a link to Cadence R, a Chris Warner um, Predator double page play. Oh, fuck me, that was unbelievable. Which which just shows, and we've talked about Chris Warner a couple of times this year, just goes to show why, why he is one of the hidden legends yeah. <laughs> of comics. Um, so... I've kind of like me. known his art, but kind of slept on it. Yeah, Do you know what yeah, I mean? exactly. It was you know that fantastic art that's always there that you didn't realise that you loved as much as you do, and then you see like, when you see the great. pencils, you're like, fuck, fuck. He's and I will say it. He's the only dude that can draw predators properly, and I will stick by he that. He does a bloody good job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he does indeed. You can follow me on social media at Jester Diablo. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks to Gary from Comics Anonymous for joining us again, and for Cheers, Tony, Gary. and and for Tony for for joining us when he could. And hope you feel better, T. Yes, yes. The gang will be will be back together again next week. Um, post con, so, a post con chat, which should be quite interesting. Um, so look forward to that. We'll we'll be here same bat time, same bat channel. Yes. Uh, Kids won't get that nowadays, but we still no, say it. No. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll say it because we're old. Yeah. What are you saying, Dan? Ugh.
We're old. I just, yeah, we are fucking old. hell. <laughs> so, there's two of them fighting behind me. And just, right, okay. Oh. While, whilst Dan is about to be murdered by his cats, thank you very much for <laughs> listening, everyone. This may be the last time you hear from Dan Butcher. Uh, <laughs> but, but from Dan, Tony, and everyone here at ACP Towers, have a brilliant week. Read loads of comics. Wherever you are in the world, stay happy, healthy, and positive. And as always, I don't know, what should they do, Dan? Stay awesome. See ya. See ya later. Hey, Google, are you listening all the time? I get confused sometimes. <laughs> Good. She, Nothing she, said. She's avoiding the question, Dan. Ask yeah. me again. Hey, Google, are you listening all the time? I am now. <gasps> Fuck you. Oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, Google, tell me a joke. Oh, that's awful. Dude, did that elephant noise come out of your iPad? Uh, yeah, no, out my phone. Why did, why, was that Google that did that elephant noise? That's Google, yeah. What the fuck is happening, man? Get out of no. the house. Leave the phone. Get out of the house. Oh, I, I bought like a Danish from the calf opposite of work. This is like before COVID. And I told like these four people this story about how like so this guy dropped his wallet <clears throat> and I gave it to him. He said, oh, thanks. Sir. Thanks. He said, oh, I should give you some money. I said, oh, no, don't worry about that. He goes, well, I've not got money, but I just bought this Danish. Like, oh, it's Danish. Mm. You could have that if you wanted. I was like, oh, yeah, yes, please. I haven't had any breakfast. And he goes, well, you can have it, but you've got to touch my willy. And I sort of laughed and said, that's some weird eyes about. And then, like, I, I brought the Danish up from out of you and took like, a bite out of it. <laughs> you should try that one in the office. Is it? Get some fucking. <laughs> Anyway, let's let's put this to bed. That's just what I needed. <laughs> 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 <laughs>